Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Leading Young. This morning, you guys have the privilege of just listening to me. Trevor is is not here this morning. He has other stuff he has to take care of. So it's just me and the last resident. And I know you guys have been waiting a long time for this resident, and I'll announce him in just a second. But before then, I just want to say thank you for everybody who has been listening to our previous five episodes and subscribing. You guys have been reaching out, and we appreciate that. Um, the following is, is growing, and I hope it continues to grow. Um, yeah, so just just thank you from, from me and Trevor, even though he's not here. And I hope you are um, excited for this episode and excited for the ones to come, especially getting into the warmer season. Not a good time to say that as there's ice all over the roads. But that being said, here is your last resident, the one, the only, Chapel Davis. How's everybody doing? Hayden, how are you doing? I'm doing good, Chapel. Good. You know, I have, I've had lots of people ask, when is Chapel coming on the show? And I told them, I don't know. We'll save them. The best for last. Is that correct? Would that, you, would, I would agree with that. The residents would, would all that. agree that you're the best. Not all of them. Okay. Kyle would agree Kyle's the best. Nick would agree Nick's the best. Pacey would agree Pacey's the best. I think we started off, oh my goodness, we went we went uh, Pacey, Nick. I think it was Nick, Pacey, Nick, Kyle. Nick, Pacey, Kyle, you. Yep. Okay. All, I was probably strategic on my part or Trevor's part, but for the people that don't know who Chapel is, just tell them who Chapel is. Well, uh, I am, like Hayden said, a resident here. Uh, very blessed and lucky to do that. And I've uh, been going to Central my whole life, so it was a pretty easy decision to come here and work here and learn here. Uh, yeah, I mean. How old are you, Chapel? 20. You're 20. Are I'm you 20. The, are you the youngest resident, the oldest resident? You're all 20? Uh, I, we're all 20 now. I believe Kyle's actually the youngest, but it's weird because Kyle's a grade ahead of me in school. I'm, so technically, grade-wise, I'm the youngest resident. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Kyle's a valedictorian, too. We talked yeah. about that a lot on the yeah. last episode. Kyle's the Einstein of the group. Now, here's a question for you. Do you prefer to be called the Chapel Davis? Because I know a lot of people call you the Chapel, you know? Uh, I don't, I've never heard my, have I been called oh, it? Oh, yeah. Oh, I just like to be called Chapel. I don't, when I was in high school, there was a guy, and he may be listening right now. Shout out to him if so. But he was, his name was John Michael Davis. But you didn't call him, he was oh, the John Michael Davis. I the, know. Actually, most people said the, some said yeah. the. But you had to put the the in front of it. The, the in front of it. So yeah. I didn't He's know if relative. you were the same way. He's a relative. He's a relative. He's a well, relative. Well, it makes sense. Davis. Yeah. Yep. yeah. So maybe it's just a small. Yeah, thing. maybe it's the Davis name. Hereditary the. Anyways, Chapel, so what's your what's your favorite part of being a resident? I really enjoy talking to everybody that I get to talk to. That's probably my favorite part because Central's made up of so many. On a Sunday or on a work day? Both. Okay. Both because Central's staff is made up of so many different people and unique people that it's we're just a smorgasbord of people and I love that and love hearing everybody's stories and then on Sundays you know you can get the people that come in that have been WSIL or online people that you know they're from out of state and they're always cool to talk to somehow I stumble upon talking to them and then I got the regular people you know that are here every Sunday and I get to talk to them I just I like talking to people I like hearing stories good it's good that you like to talk since you're on a podcast now there we go so who in the workplace, do you do you work with the most at church? Trevor's your boss, technically. Yeah, he's your overseer. He's a given. So we we'll, we'll, I work a lot with the Kid Depot girls, mm-hmm. a lot, and then Ethan Caps, the maintenance guy. Yeah, Ethan. And and if it's a holiday, creative arts. If it's yeah. a holiday, yeah. So so like, for example, today is Thursday. We're actually recording this on the day we're going to air it. This is going to air in a couple couple hours. 
what has your week looked like so far? Oh, man, let me think. Tuesday, you know, we got here and do our schoolwork because we have to do our schoolwork. Tuesday consisted of kept help with Maria because, ladies, if you didn't sign up, you're going to – I'm sure there's still a way for you. I don't know. I shouldn't say anything and get myself in trouble. But kept is a great way to get involved, and Maria is awesome. But that's what we did uh, today and yesterday. We've been helping Maria get everything ready with kept, and then we did schoolwork again in the afternoon. And today I've got to go to Menards and take stuff back for Ethan – a bunch of PVC pipe. So yeah. So basically, whatever the wind blows your way is what you guys have to do. That's and exactly I will say right. you all do it um, greatly. Now there is one thing that you guys always have to. You guys have to seem to do everything together. Like you're like where one person goes, all four of you go. Yeah. Like you just it usually just, gets the task done quicker though. But the I think the thing that has been the funniest that you guys do. You always take one vehicle in particular. Oh yeah. And would you like to introduce this vehicle? This vehicle is what we like to call the '98, which is an old Ford van from '98, 1998, and we love that thing. Now, it is a, it's a church-owned van. That's just yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not just some random. Old no, night. it's not a random van. It's got cinch on the side of it. But the yeah. thing's a tank. It's some. It's missing half the seats in the back most of the time. It's awesome. I believe this is the same van that Kyle cut his head open on. Yeah, coming back from middle school fall retreat, <laughs> yeah. we uh, I, that was choir weekend. The first choir weekend we had at church, uh, that we, when we brought it back. So the parking lot on the uh, what is this? South. West side of church, isn't it? West side, sure. Southwest, southwest uh, side of the church. We hit a, we were avoiding cars, and I took it too quick. And I look in the rearview mirror, and I see Kyle bore a rag doll into Eli's organ ramp <laughs> that they got Eli's organ with. And he came up, and he looked like Harry Potter, where his scar was, and he had just blood on his split, face. His head split right down the middle. Yep, it he's was awesome. Fine. Kyle's fine. Yeah, he's, he's good. He's a-okay. He's good. Yeah, but it's you guys always take that. 98. She's been through a lot. She's seen she a lot in her days. She still goes somehow. She's, reliable. she's sitting out there frozen right now, but I bet she'll crank over oh, in a little bit. We call her the Millennium Falcon, too. Yeah. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you call her that. So, um, how about, we talked a lot about Jingle Jam in every episode. Yeah. Jingle Jam is kind of your baby. So yeah. why don't you talk about Jingle Jam? Like, what it, what's it like for you? Do you enjoy doing Jingle Jam? I mean, you're the star of the show. So. I do enjoy Jingle Jam, and the way it started is funny because it started out, how I remember it starting out was it was supposed to be the high school's deal mm -hmm. because the high school had always done a Christmas program, and Eric wanted to do something different, so we had a skit. And it was me, Stevie, and Gabe Tisdale. Shout out to you guys if you're listening. And it was our junior year of high school. And that's when we first started it. But then it kind of turned into a Kid Depot event because a lot of families and younger kids came. And it's just kind of grown from there. And uh, we had Kyle Bora and Bailey Donahoe this year, and they did a great job. And, yeah, I just I enjoy getting up there and being goofy. Yeah. I enjoy you, uh, you are maybe one of the best ad-libbers that I've, I've <laughs> yeah. ever seen. Uh, uh, you had a, a, a moment this year about the, the your hand and – Oh, the 5G, or, yeah. The 5G or something. Yeah. And, I was, and the ornaments, you slipped and tripped on the yeah. ornaments or whatever. That was yeah. hilarious. My favorite, though, was, was it last year or the year before where you did the, let's bring it home and ladies. Like, that was two years? Two years, two years how many, ago. How many years have you done this since junior year? Four, yeah. So this is your This, this year, was my fourth. Your yeah. fourth year. Yeah. And do you plan on continuing doing this as long as you're a resident here? Or <laughs> are you going to retire? Uh, I'm a big believer on 
once you know it's good, leave it alone. Yeah. So I think there will be a curtain call at some point because eventually seeing a 25 year old eventually up there doing it, everybody's like, okay, give it a rest, yeah. kid. Yeah, that's um, that's actually good advice. I mean, yeah. we can talk about that a little bit um, deeper in a little bit, but yeah, okay. That's a good. That's but a, for the foreseeable future, the next two years probably because yeah. I do enjoy it. Yeah. Now, uh, I don't know how to connect this. So, way back when, I guess it really wasn't that long ago, but we were involved in another camp, another thing, skit thing that you used to do all the time, KSM camp. Oh, yeah. And you did a lot of that kind of improv yeah. stuff there, too. Yeah. Uh, at one point, did you think about going into, like, Christian ministry skit, like the <laughs> skit guys, you know? Well... This is an embarrassing thing, but I'll tell you because it is the Leading Young Podcast. You. Everything here exclusive. is exclusive. That's right. Uh, I did a lot of theater stuff in middle school, mm-hmm. and it's just funny to me. But I do enjoy, I don't know, there's something about getting up and just being funny and lightening the mood. But I never, I don't know, I never really thought about, I always thought about, well, maybe if, you know, I just wanted to be the next Jim Carrey, that I can make that a ministry and just, but... I don't know. I'm not big into the Hollywood side of things, or but I never thought about a Christian skit thing. Yeah. So, as a person that uses humor a bunch, like you're just a humor, a funny person, I'd like to do that. Do you find it far easier to do skits in front of people or speak in front of people? Because you've done both. Do skits because when like when I speak in the high school, for example, I can catch myself almost trying to make a joke out of it and I have to it's like my head has to switch gears and be like hey you gotta be serious for once mm-hmm. and I can do it if I, I but I have to sit down and I like Trevor and I know Pacey they don't write their um, sermons word for word because they can just but for me I have to write it word for word so I don't stray off and throw in something that I'm not supposed to say okay. so I can do it it's just it's easier to get up there and lighten the mood instead of set the mood yeah. do you find it it easier to talk or perform in front of a bunch of people or a small group of people. He doesn't. It doesn't. Uh, it doesn't. I. Yeah, uh, I mean, if I can get more, it just depends who laughs the hardest. Okay. Because it's that just laugh. fuels the fire. Of, I get it. Yeah, I get it. So you've you mentioned middle school, you mentioned high school, and all this stuff. What would be your ideal ministry position? Like, is there one that exists, or would you like to create well, one? Or? I've always said I'd love, I want to run a summer camp, mm-hmm. and that started with KSM, mm-hmm. which I loved KSM. And just because I really like working with younger kids compared, like middle school, I love working with them too. High schoolers, they just kind of start, you know, their, their, their minds aren't as, I don't know, it's weird. I click better with the, me and the younger kids. I feel like I can get a message. What's a younger me. kid? Kindergarten through eighth grade. Okay. That's a wide range, but I just feel like my, what I do, what, when I try to preach, I feel like I can connect better with that age. Okay. Yeah. Summer camp, like anywhere or like the dreams I've been, I want to go out West so bad. I can't stand it, but wherever the Lord puts me, that's where the Lord puts me and I won't complain. Yeah. I think Kyle last episode was talking about. He wanted to Yeah, go. yeah. So yeah. maybe you and Kyle could uh, start a camp. Now, Team up out there, yeah. Now, at one point, I don't know if it's still 
is that way, but was it also going to be a hunting camp? Oh, yeah, 100 Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it, for the people that don't know, Chapel's an outdoorsy person. Yeah. If you want to elaborate on that. Yeah. I, I love, I mean, I say hunting fish, but fishing is okay. I, I don't know. I like the crappie fish, but that's about it. But hunting, I mean, if it's, if I can shoot it and eat it, I pretty well hunt it. I love being out there. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, you don't like to fish. That's that's. I'm sorry, that's just jumps in my head. Usually, if people fish, they either bass fish or they crappie fish. Most people, there's a couple people that do the hybrid, but there's it's either or. Yeah. Why do you choose crappie fishing? Sorry. See, my great uncle, who I also grew up hunting with him and my dad. He's a big crappie fisherman, so that was one way I got into it. And then my cousins from Carmine are big crappie fishermen. So crappie, they just taste good, they and I enjoy fantastic. and I enjoy eating them, so mm-hmm. I like to catch them. Yeah. So you also, speaking of hunting, the last time you spoke in high school, which was like two weeks ago maybe, you did a sermon, and you did it on, on hunting. You yeah. To tell us about that. So I was doing uh, false prophets and how we have itchy ears and this, a false prophet in our terms today doesn't necessarily have to be someone who is faking a, hearing a message from God, but it's just someone pulling us away from the Christian message and where we're supposed to be. And uh, I used, I brought in my turkey uh, decoy and I brought in my turkey call and I gave the example of how uh, when I'm trying to kill a turkey, I make the sounds of a hen gobbler that he wants to hear and then I have a hen decoy which is a fake turkey to p- get his eyes attention get his ears attention pull him away from where he's supposed to be and eventually you know just mm-hmm. pop uh, him a good one what kind of call was it it was a slate call a slate call which yeah. is different because a slate call has a stick correct? right right nice. yeah yeah so uh, you're good friends with my stepdad he's a big hunter yeah and yeah. uh <laughs> it just kind of came to me and I'll I got, we got time. It's just the two of us. I'll tell you a quick funny story. And I may have already told you this before. So I was not uh, a hunter, really, but my stepdad wanted me to be real bad, <laughs> real bad. Ugh. And he would always like, he would, he had a hunting TV show for a while. He recorded all this stuff. Like he'd always want me to be like, hey man, I need you to do this for me. It's the, gener- the next generation bringing up. We need you to be all that stuff. So I was like, hey. So, like, I was, like, nine years old when I shot my first turkey. It was, like, from me to you. I mean, it, I could not miss it. After that moment, every year till I was, like, 14, deer hunting, turkey hunting, I just could not hit anything. I could not for the life of me. Well, one year, Craig had—that's my stepdad. His name's Craig. He had a buddy from Georgia that came up. He was a big turkey hunter from Georgia, and he wanted to go hunting with us. And we're sitting down next to this creek or whatever— and he's, his buddy's calling, the turkey comes in, and I had borrowed somebody's 20-gauge shotgun. And he's like, shoot it. So I, I look down the scope, and I shoot it. And when I when I pulled the trigger, it hit me in the face, and oh, covered yeah. my mask, and my nose just started bleeding. Scope so I couldn't bit see. is what they call that in the... Yeah, I couldn't yeah. see anywhere. And the the guy that was with us was like, shoot it, shoot again. And I'm like, I can't. So I take <laughs> my mask off, and he's bleeding. So he grabs the gun and goes and pulls the trigger and as soon as he did it it hit him in the nose and <laughs> and it broke his nose no way so it was like kind of like he was mad at me for missing and not and then shooting he got it his and then nose it happened broke. to him and it was like it was just so funny so needless to say that turkey got away yeah Neither one of us got it yeah but i had i had a very bloody nose and he had a broken one so yeah. it was just like 
that's funny. Yeah, I've also I have a similar story. Uh, I was shooting. I was in fourth grade. Went with dad uh, during gun season. We had, I mean, uh, a doe walked out. I had yet to shoot a deer. No, I th- I don't know. I can't remember if I had killed one or not. But she walked out, and my I was a little guy in fourth grade. So I got up on that gun and put my head right up next to that scope, and I pulled the trigger and about knocked myself out. Black I had to go to stitches. Oh. Yeah, it was it was bad. Dad didn't think I needed to go to the ER. Sent a picture to my mom because my mom was out of town and said, Hey, does this look bad? And apparently, I didn't know this, but mom was like, "Yeah, you can see his skull through this." <laughs> like, so he and my was like, oh, "Okay, you gotta go to the ER." So, the, the, okay, if two things: the fact that your dad, Josh Davis, could send a photo while you were—I mean, this is years. Well, we back. were home. Oh, we were at home. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He let me bleed out for a little bit okay. before. Okay. Yeah, no. Yeah, if, he wouldn't have been able to figure it for out. All the truth. listeners out there, Josh Davis. Is a, a one of a kind. Actually, that's why probably Chapel is the way he is because <laughs> Randy Davis is one of a kind and Josh Davis, those are his parents, are one of a kind. Randy is a female, Josh yeah. is a male. Yeah. And they are two of the most interesting individual people I know. Interesting is a good, yeah. I love them both dearly. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. Josh, uh, Josh is a unique guy. Yeah. Not uh, the most tech savvy no. person, but no. he sent a photo, which could have yeah. apparently I think saved it was his, his life. I think it was a Blackberry, even. Whoa. Yeah. That is impressive. I, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I may need, we may need to get Josh on here sometime. Oh. He, uh, back when COVID started and we were doing all those um, uh, tournament style yeah. stuff that we were recording, marble races and yeah. airplane drops and all that stuff. Yeah, he uh, he did an interview for that. I remember he has yeah his he pulled earlobe, his earlobe yeah. his earlobe and he couldn't compete. See that was not in a, that joke has been around since oh. I was a kid. Oh, so, so he's stealing jokes. Uh, I mean, he reuses jokes. Reuses jokes. Reuses okay. jokes. Yeah, okay. nothing with him is. There's five jokes and you'll hear all five of them. Oh, okay. Yeah. So let's uh, kind of actually. I one other thing. Sorry, we're all over the place, but that's okay. Um, you mentioned the Northwest. Yeah. So you went up, and so my nephew lives in Alaska. Cousin, right? Cousin. Yeah, I said nephew. Yeah, didn't I? That's weird. Yeah, he's I know my who first you're cousin. About. I know who you're talking about. He's my first cousin. He's kind of we yeah. grew up together, whatever. He lives in Alaska. He's part of the military. You yeah. went up to visit him. Yeah, yeah. Because me and which is funny because I it took me forever to figure out you guys were related. Yes. Well, the the craziest thing is, and it may show I don't know. Anyways, I married him. Like, I was the person that did the wedding. Like, right. I facilitated the wedding. And it was my first cousin, and it was my wife's sister that got married. Yeah. So, we're not from Kentucky. We're not, you know. Just some Southern I Illinois, thought it was the weirdest thing Romeo ever. My, my wife did not think, I mean, it, it's totally legal. There's no, <laughs> there's nothing. I mean, there's no relation there's there. There's no relation. It no. just seems odd. But yeah. they were married, and to, yeah. yeah, you they were up there. Yeah. And you got to visit them, which is cool. Alaska, yeah. is a, I would love to go to Alaska. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Alaska, I'm getting a phone call from Kingston, Jamaica. Ah. Anybody you know? No. If you're listening from Kingston, Jamaica, please save your phone calls yeah, for later. For after. When we're off yeah. air. <laughs> yeah. I'll ignore that real fast. Okay. So have you got to um, speak on big stage yet, or is that coming no, up? No, that'll be a month from this weekend. A month from this weekend. Yeah. Are you nervous about that? No, no. Just trying to figure out what I so need to talk speaking, about. So speaking, you do communion first, right? Yep. So you've you've led in every area so far. Yep. One of the, uh, I guess I don't know how to word this. 
one of the traits that you're so good at is you're you're a yes man. Do you get not even a yes man, but a, a guy that like th- give it to Chapel, Chapel to do it. That that's been you for ever. Does that get tiring? Like when people just expect you not even to do it, but to lead in that situation. Uh, when I I it started off being a yes man thing, mm-hmm. and I kind of that I just. I had a real guilty conscience. I hated telling people no because I just automatically assumed I was stepping on toes, hurting feelings. But now I kind of see it as I really pride myself in hard work. And I also, like, if I don't know how to do something, I won't tell you I don't know how to do it until I'll figure it out. It may take me three years to figure it out, but I'm going to figure it out because I hate asking for help. So when people, I just, it brings a lot of, like I, I respect people that come to me because I feel like they're relying on me. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. That it's a big respect thing between me and the other person. So I, I enjoy it. Yeah. It, it means a lot to me. And it's something, I don't know. That's just the way I am. I, I guess I just, I appreciate that people feel like they can trust me to do a certain job. That's a good answer. I'm actually now getting a phone call from anonymous. So uh, you're getting prank called. Is that a prank call? That's a prank call. Or We're not live right now. How do they know? Anyways. Um, but yeah, so like, for example, like you just jingle jam. Here, Chapel, you take it and run with it. Because it was basically yours this year. Like You got the yeah. whole thing. Uh, Fantastic Nights, you're a big part of Fantastic Nights. Yeah. Recharge, you're a big part of Recharge. When KSM was a thing, like you just all these things kind of just get thrown on you, and you did so well with leading those. Um, I don't know if you, I've ever told you that, but I'm telling you now. Well, so thank you. Appreciate that. What would be some advice that you would give to your younger self or somebody younger that is listening? Life is more than making money because I, how you doing? That's Hello. Jamaica again. Yeah, looky there. Now we're accepting calls. Uh, no, but I, uh, ministry, there are, I gotta be careful how I say this. I don't want to sound, but there are opportunities to make money, but anybody who goes into ministry is going in because they are called into it and it's their passion. So for a while I brushed that off because I knew that I, there would be that you're not going to be making what you know some doctor or something makes. But then I started realizing light like I don't want my life to just be repetition. I want to wake up and not know what I'm going to do but continue to chase whatever the Lord puts in front of you. Like I want that kind of lifestyle. So, and that lifestyle is out there for anybody. You just have to, I mean, wherever the Lord calls you, I think that's where you're going to get it. But there's just, I think people need to pursue joy over pursuing a big, worrying about a job. Because in high school, you know, we were preached to, you know, worry about this college, worry about that college. But when I started trusting in, I was like, you know what, wherever the Lord wants me, that's where he's going to take me. And then this opportunity opened up. So I just saw that. You truly trust the Lord, you're going to end up where you're supposed to. Mm-hmm. And just chase what makes, I don't want to say what makes you happy because don't chase what, you know what I mean. But there, whatever, you have been given a passion, and I think you should chase your passion over anything else. Yeah, and and good advice. And one thing to add to that, uh, you don't, I don't know if this is ever really said, maybe it's just people just understand it and I just need to be quiet, but like, you can go to a Christian Bible school and not have a job in ministry. Exactly, yeah. And you don't have to go. You can go to a regular 
school and do a job in ministry. Yeah. I don't think they're right. You can do both. And I yeah. think a lot of times uh, people go straight to Bible school and they're like, oh, I don't want to work in a church. Well, right. You don't have to work in a church. I mean, right. you're just going to a Bible school. I mean, that's just yeah. part of it. It's great to do that, but there's plenty of other opportunities out there yeah. that um, outside of the four church walls that need people like that. So 100%. Yeah. Hmm. What is your favorite Bible verse? I've never asked anybody that on here. Do you know? Ugh. <laughs> right now, which maybe it was just because I was studying it, it's the Second Timothy 4, 3 about the itchy ears. Mm. I keep that in the front of my mind, especially in the world we live in today because people will just tell you whatever you want to hear. So maybe it's just because I was studying that for a long time for the sermon, but that's my favorite right now. Itchy or ears. Genesis 27, 3, which talks about hunting. Oh. So, and I always bring that up because it's in Genesis, first book of the Bible. That is the first book. Yeah. <laughs> Bible college is working out for me. It Look, working out great. Yeah. I, mean, I know what the first book of the Bible is. That is impressive. Thank Are you. your grades good? They've been good, but I'm in philosophy right now, mm. and I am not a philosophical-minded, and I am I struggling. It's okay. Oh. Just grades. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, yeah. Ooh. Well, yeah. We'll let you get off here and get back to your work. We appreciate you stopping by the Thank podcast. You. Thank you. Um, also... You never mentioned you have a brother. His name's Fisher. Yeah. Which which is funny because you've been talking about hunting and all that stuff, and his yeah. name is Fisher. And he doesn't like any of it. He doesn't like any of it. But no. we like you, Fisher. Yeah. Well, I don't know about Chapel, but I like He's you. all right. He's he, all right. He's got his moments. Get better, Fisher. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, Chapel, we do appreciate you stopping by. Um, yeah. It just It's just me and you today. I feel like we had hey, a good time. We lasted good time. a lot longer than I thought we would have. Um, What'd we get to? I don't know. Oh, I don't. It, I, I'm currently looking at beats per oh, gotcha. minute, not uh, the overall time. Gotcha, gotcha. And I don't know. I'm not a music-minded person, unless you are. <laughs> no. Side note: I've noticed up in the residency, everybody's learning an instrument. Are you learning an instrument? If Eric Lyde will buy me a banjo, I will learn an instrument. Okay, that's how we're going to end today's show. Eric yeah. Lyde, you have been called out. One Chapel Day, the Chapel Davis, and needs I uh, a banjo. And I say Eric because I think that's what. The worship team's missing up there. Just a guy on the banjo. Yeah. Just cranking it out. Is it cranking? Is plucking? it cranking? Plunking? I don't Play know. Play some spoons on your legs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. More your way. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. again, thank you, Chapel, for stopping by. Thanks for having me. Always yeah. a good time. It was a good time. Yeah. Yeah. So we will um, catch you guys another time. Um, leading Young. Hopefully Trevor's back next time. He may not be. We don't know. Trevor knows. He's, he's a loose cannon these days, but we still love him. And we love Leading Young. We like to... Have these podcasts, so we appreciate it if you shared, however you share things. I don't know if Twitter's still a thing. Share on Twitter, MySpace, IG, MySpace, um, uh, MSN Messenger, whatever, yep. whatever it is. Um, we appreciate you guys listening, and uh, we'll see you next time. See you guys.